Hi, good morning. My name is Kyle Manuel, and welcome to the Gamify Effect. The Gamify Effect is a podcast where we journey together through the creation and implementation of a gamified classroom. Our quest? To observe the effects that gamification has, not only on the classroom environment, but also on the students' learning ability and motivation to learn. Let's press start. There's something about a good party game, whether it's card-based or digital, that's exciting, fun, and engaging. Popular video games like Jackbox or Mario Party have a way of providing several games throughout the course of the gameplay so that you are never stuck playing one type of game. These are called mini-games, and they're a smaller piece of a larger video game. A game within a game. Short, sweet, arcade-style games with a focus on casual and multiplayer gameplay. Mini-games are a great way to focus in on one mechanic and introduce students to that type of mechanic through a quick game. Played in small groups or in a larger class, these games are easy to learn, fun to play, and are amazing add-ins to any class. Many of us have fond memories of playing traditional party games like charades, Pictionary, or even bingo with our friends and family. But party games are not only fun, they're educational. They can help students increase their communication skills, their creativity, critical thinking, and teamwork ability. In the video game world, Mario Party has an amazing setup that can be brought into the classroom with either a short-term or longer unit goal. The goal of Mario Party is often to collect coins in the hopes of purchasing power-ups and ultimately stars to win the final game. But throughout that process, there are smaller mini-games that will challenge the players and require them to think critically and solve problems. We could definitely take a page out of the Mario Party playbook and bring this right into the classroom. Imagine this. You divide your class into groups and assign each group a character. Students are introduced to the goal, win coins, purchase power-ups, and ultimately buy stars to win the final game. Often the game starts with a tutorial that's short and sweet. In the classroom, a short intro to the concept. Maybe it's at the end of the lesson that's just been taught, or maybe it hasn't even been taught yet, or maybe it's even mid-lesson, and this is to get them up and excited about the lesson itself. Think about this. Mid-lesson, usually the standard, do you have any questions, question gets queued up. But instead of dropping that question, you say, break out into your groups. But the lesson's not done yet, the students reply. Just kidding, they won't say that. They'll be excited to get into groups. Mario Party games range from three seconds to five minutes. And let's be honest, haven't we all waited more than five minutes for a student to answer us in class? The trick is these games have to be short, fun, and engaging. They have to get the excitement going and challenge the students to build a new connection to the material using a specific mechanic. One game that I've been playing is Lit Potato Game. Students all have equations and are passing them around in the classroom as a giant circle. As the random unseen but heard timer counts down, students will ultimately have a problem in their hand when the buzzer goes off. When this happens, I take a Jeopardy approach and call out the answer, and students have to complete the problem to see if they have that answer. If they have it, their potato problem takes them out of the game, but not without earning some coins before they leave. Throughout the game, students keep a record of all the problems that they solve. At the end, the more problems they were able to solve and stay in the game, the better and more coins they're able to earn for their team. And a game like this can easily be adapted for other types of subjects where students either have the answers or the questions, and the opposite of whatever the students have is being called out. 
It's a simple game that lasts about three to four minutes and then back to the lesson. You could bring a board game element into this and teams can roll their dice, move their characters, and then decide what happens next. Maybe it's onto a different minigame, or maybe it's a power-up store where students could purchase something that helps them get the edge in the next game. Something I like about Mario Party is that each game has the ability to tap into a different strength that a player might have. Maybe in another game, students have the ability to build a tower using blocks that they have to run up and grab blindly one by one. But the twist is that the blocks are all numbers and symbols, and they have to build a certain equation in the right sequence. Maybe we can make it a little more challenging, and it can be a number of different equations. Or maybe it's a spelling word challenge where the towers all have to spell the words that they are learning for the week. I also love how Mario Party will always shake up the ending and award stars for funny or admirable things. Most likely to not roll a high number, star. Least amount of stars, star. It's a great way to even out the final game and could easily be incorporated through a random grab to see how fate plays a part in deciding a winner. Have fun interrupting your own class to inject some excitement into the middle of your class for up to five minutes with some mini games. Until next time, I'm Kyle, and you have been listening to the Gamify Effect.